Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. I just got off a podcast interview and I feel so at, at peace with myself. Um, and I want to share that with you because I feel like it's so powerful when we actually stop to recognize what lights us up versus what we are fighting because we feel like we have to. So through this podcast interview, I had gone through the explanation of kind of like my past and what I had to overcome to be where I am now, but also like where I am and what I'm trying to accomplish by helping all of you, because I'm really just trying to see where you are and understand that we all have a past that we all have to overcome in order to heal ourselves now and to get to a place where we want to be in our future. And with that, I had to kind of think about my own realities, like my own roadblocks that I hit. And I tried to explain, even though I have all this wisdom and insight, it doesn't mean that I don't have my own roadblocks that I'm still facing. You know, we are just geared to grow throughout life. We have opportunities where we can choose to stay stagnant. We can choose to go backwards or we can choose to go forwards. And so while I help women get out of that stagnation and feel unstuck to move forward, I also know that life happens and that these roadblocks just don't stop. You know, I was having a conversation with my husband the other night and I'm like, I have a 15 year old daughter. Okay. And then together we have a three and a half year old son and we are watching a show. And I don't know if any of you watch this, but this is us. I know cliche, but I love it. It's my jam. (laughs) Um, but we were watching it and the episode was just like a reflection of parenthood and it it kind of went through the time when the child was itty bitty, like infancy to toddlerhood to when the child was, um, like a teenager and then the child in adulthood and then the dynamic of that child with the parent throughout those different stages. And I was telling my husband, I'm like, oh my gosh, like parenting never ends. And I knew this, you know, like as any good parent, you know that your job as a parent never ends. You know, the child turns 18. That doesn't mean that when they move out, they're, they're done with you or vice versa. That's not how it works. But I never really had the realization of it continues well into late adulthood too. And so just recently for me, like with my teenage daughter, we've had some things that have come up with her that we've had to be present for. And, um, 
I also had my parents involved in this because they're very involved with her. You know, I was a teen when I had her, so they were kind of like her second home when I was going through nursing school and all the things to help support me. I'm so grateful for that. So when things happen, they're 99% involved also. And so I went home that night after a very emotional evening with everybody and just kind of hashing out what was going on and talking with my husband and going, oh my gosh, like not only did we have to deal with what was going on and we had to feel all those emotions for her, but also my parents had to feel the emotions of not only her, but me, you know, they were concerned for her, of course. But then they also had to worry about how I was processing and my own emotions with the whole situation too. And then they had to also process their emotions in the situation. And it's just crazy to me how we just never stop as parents, never. And so I look at that in the same aspect of life and the roadblocks that get thrown at us. And when we overcome one roadblock and we feel accomplished, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't be preparing for another roadblock. With the coaching that I do, I help to just get past the past, if you will, and really heal from that and then move forward in the present, but also prepare for the things that are going to happen in the future. Because just because you feel aligned now doesn't mean that life's going to throw a curveball at you and you're going to get misaligned. And then we have to learn how can we realign and get back on track when those moments happen because we're human and it happens. And even though we've had these amazing, you know, moments of overcoming, it doesn't mean that there's not something else that we're going to be faced with that we have to overcome. So when I was talking on my podcast interview tonight, I just had that realization of, I want you to know, I want to be transparent with you to let you know that, yeah, I'm here to help you because I've gone through some shit in my last decade of life that has really like, uh, I mean, I did a 360 on what's going on in my life, but to know too, that I'm relatable and I have those same experiences and those moments where I'm down on myself and I feel discouraged and, you know, I have to overcome this and that's just normal. So with that, I want to share my journey because I feel like the more that we can share and the more that we can recognize that we're so much more alike than we are different, we can heal together, you know, and when we really heal together, we lift one another up. We lift the community of women up because it's really easy to get stuck. It's really easy to have those moments where we second guess ourselves or we feel guilty for taking care of ourselves, even though we know that's what we need. And With motherhood especially, it's easy to get so wrapped up in everybody else's needs and wants and you want to put yourself for them first before you put yourself first. And during a podcast interview, she had asked me, like, what is one piece of advice that you could give to the woman that's feeling stagnant, that's feeling stuck, that really needs to just get that extra boost and overcome what is going on? And I said that we need to love ourselves first. Without a doubt, we need to accept ourselves because if we expect everybody else to give us what we are asking for, in order for us to receive that love and respect that we are asking of everybody else, 
we're never going to get that if we don't see it in ourselves first. And that's as moms, you know, and as wives, that's what we teach. We teach everybody else to like, look out for yourself, you know, like, don't worry about so-and-so like you got to do you. But then as moms and women, we don't take our own advice. And that is our biggest setback is that we are getting in our own way because we want to receive the love. We want to receive that respect. We want others to give us what we want, but we aren't willing to do that for ourselves. We're not willing to go out there for ourselves. And when we do, if we do, we feel guilty because we feel like we're less than. We don't feel like we're there for everybody else like we need to be. And I feel like a big piece of that is society. Society says that we need to do X, Y, and Z in order for us to hit you know, check all the boxes for all this criteria to be the quote unquote perfect parent or the quote unquote perfect wife. Realistically, I want to know who's really doing that because I'd like to see their life. I'd like to hear their story. I would love for them to tell me all the secrets that I am lacking. (laughs) Total truth. Let's be honest, right? There is no such thing as perfection. Even for us most type A, gotta have everything perfect, there's still never any perfection. Even though we strive to hit that, there's still no perfection at the end of the day. That's what makes us awesome. That's what makes us unique. That's what gives us our experiences. That's why when I help other women understand, awaken their past, heal from their past, A lot of this is just that deep healing where you have to embrace who you are. We can't escape what's happened to us. We can't escape our imperfections. You know, sure, we can work hard to achieve some short-term goals. You know, let's use weight loss, for example. You know, like, sure, we can put in the work and we can do the thing and we can lose the 15 pounds that we feel like we need to lose and whatever. But does that really heal what's going on? Does that really heal the limiting beliefs that led us to the extra 15 pounds or the fact that 90% of us are going to just drop off and have to go through that all over again because we are never really getting to the root cause of the problem? We're fixing something in the short term. We as humans look for the quick fix. And part of that is because we are searching for that perfectionism and we feel Like we just have to do it now or never. And if it's not done hundred percent well this time, then we are failures and it's never going to happen. And that's not true. What we really need to do is take the time to recognize that there are some things that we need to overcome that have happened to us before that aren't even really the problem that we're looking at right now. The problem that we're looking at, again, let's use weight loss as an example where, you know, we need to lose 15 pounds. We're going on vacation, whatever. We can do the diet. We can do the workout program, right? We lose some weight. What happens though? We go on vacation, we eat, we drink, we come back and we just go back into our old habits. And then we get back in that, you know, 15 pounds that we lost has now come back and we feel like now we have to lose it again for whatever reason. And we just keep going with that. Like we lose it, we gain it. We lose it, we gain it. We never, ever feel satisfied and we never, ever feel good enough because we feel like a failure. Every time that we have to revisit this, it's like, oh my gosh, I just did this. Why can't I just keep it off? What is going on? 
The reason is, and this isn't just with weight loss. This is with all things that you feel stuck with. This is with all things that like with relationships and motherhood and your job. And you have this cyclical pattern of I'm satisfied. I'm dissatisfied. This sucks. This is great. I need out. I need in. All of this stems from your beliefs about whatever it is in the past. Somebody told you something, you heard something, something was presented to you, and this could be as early as childhood because you would be surprised on the influences that are impacting us in our future that happened in our childhood. And a lot of us don't even think back that far because we're like, yeah, okay, sure. You know, like not all of us had perfect childhoods. Some of us had some traumatic experiences. Some of us like to just block that out because really, I mean, who really wants to revisit those painful pasts, you know? But it's imperative. We have to do the work in order to move forward. And in order to move forward and really break that cycle of the things that we are so stuck in, the things that we just beat ourselves up about, we have to go back to the past. And it's okay. And it might be painful. And we might not like it. You know, and we might have to take a break. And that's okay too. The whole idea is though, we have to get back there. We have to revisit the past. Because if you never heal from that, this present moment in the future is you're just going to keep pushing it further and further inside. And it's never really going to be dealt with. And you're just going to be sticking a Band-Aid on it and hoping for the best. That's not what I'm here to help with. I'm here to rip the Band-Aid off and help you to just say, I am okay. I am over this. I am healing from this. I'm going to accept that this happened to me. I'm going to understand that because this happened to me, I feel and think this way. And that's what's creating what's going on right now. And that's what's holding me back from going forward and becoming the person that I want to become. It's stopping me from accomplishing goals. And it's not even accomplishing. It's maybe even setting goals. Maybe you feel you're so stuck right now that you can't even think about a goal because you're so stagnant. So we have to. Number one thing that we have to do is go back. And I know a lot of people right now are saying that's like, "Er, don't do that. We have to focus on the future. We got to focus on the here and now because that's what is important. Don't look in the rear view mirror, right? Like we got to move forward. We got our windshields bigger than our rear view. So true. And I believe in that. However, there's a step in between that that is getting missed. Yes. By all means, let's look in the windshield because we don't want to look in that tiny little rear view. You know, we don't have to have to keep revisiting that. We want to look into that big, bright future and the double rainbow and the, you know, the stacks of money and this, you know, lifestyle that we just love and desire and and really want. And it doesn't even have to be lavish. It just has to be what you want. Could be a little cabin, two bedroom cabin in the middle of the woods surrounded by 50 acres. You know, that could be your idea of luxury. Great. I'm down. I'm going to come visit. <laughs> when things get bad, I'm going to come visit. Um, your idea of luxury could be that you have a private driver and you're flying private and you have this big brick mansion. Maybe that's your idea of lavish. 
Maybe you're somewhere in between the two. You know, maybe your idea of lavish is right where you are, but you feel fulfilled and content and you're happy and you have a little bit more freedom and you accept yourself. Maybe that's your idea of lavish. But in order for us to realistically get to the viewing of our windshield, we do have to look in the rear view. I know that probably goes against everything that you've heard. But if you think about it, is focusing on the present, like I said, the weight loss example is focusing on that. Is that ever really done the job? Or is it just, you know, one step closer and then, you know, you take three steps back and then you're back to where you were. I know for me, that's how it is. If I really don't look into the real reason of why I'm quote unquote failing or I feel quote unquote good, not good enough, it's not usually what's going on right now. It's something that I believe about the past, something that somebody told me, something that I heard, something that I saw on social media, somebody that I'm comparing myself to. It's never about the right here right now. So I know I'm going to go against all the gurus, but we got to look back. We have to, because between the time of zero to eight years old is when we are most malleable, where we are the most impressionable. And it's kind of like teaching an old dog new tricks. Like after that eight year mark, we're pretty set in stone. Like our personalities, our behaviors, our mannerisms, our beliefs, our morals, all of that are pretty much set. We're not mature enough to really process all of that, but realistically, that's what happens. So if you think about it, there's a lot that happens between the time that we're eight and the time that we're 35. And if you're not really recognizing that there's so much more you've got to go back into to then be okay with in the present to then give you that okayness enough to go into the future, it's not going to happen. It'll be a band-aid. It'll be temporary. You'll be able to lose the 15 pounds. It's going to come back. And let's not even use weight loss as an example. Let's use relationships. You all know, I'm sure, somebody that has gone in and out of relationships and they cannot seem to settle down. And it's probably not because they don't want to. It's because something's going on. They always blame themselves. It's them. They're always the problem. Or they're just attracted to the wrong type. You know, that's they're the bad boy. Or, you know, they always attract the cheaters or whatever it is. Well, well, why is that? What happened in the past that made you feel like you were attracted to this type? You know, obviously there's something personality-wise or some sort of belief around that that you feel attracted to, and that's what you feel you have to go to. You know, we've all heard the saying, like, you know, so-and-so has daddy issues, and it's because usually there's been an absent father or an abusive father, or we just long for that father influence um, and love, and that's a real thing. Like, I know we use it as a derogatory statement, but it's legit psychology, And it's the same thing with what we put out in the world is what we get back. And I'm not super woo-woo, but I totally believe in the strength of the mind. You know, with my nursing background and psychology background, it is pretty freaking amazing what our minds are capable of doing, both for our physical bodies, but also for our mental and emotional and spiritual bodies. So for me, I believe wholeheartedly 
that if you're going to sit there and put negative energy out there, you're always going to be complaining and you're always going to say, I'm not good enough. This isn't good enough. Oh, I'm, I'm so this, or I'm so that, or you're going to continue to get that back because that's all you're seeing. And you're just focused on the, I'm not good enough. This isn't good enough. This happened to me. Whereas if you put out positive, and I'm not talking about, because like I said, life is going to continue to throw curveballs. You're going to have roadblocks. All the things are going to happen to all of us. None of us are exempt from sadness and suffering and trauma in some sort of capacity. That's life, right? We all know this. However, if you can just have gratitude, see the positive, even the smallest light of positive in a situation. And you can just put your mindset focused on the positive. That's what you're going to get back. And it might not happen right away. You just have to keep practicing that because it really is. It's a shift. You have to learn. You have to train your brain to think in a way that you've never really thought because for whatever reason, maybe that's just not how you were raised or maybe this is just everything that's happened to you is compiled and made you feel this way. And that's legit. I respect that. I understand. But the more that you can put out the positive, the more that you can, you see the the good in whatever situation it is, the more you're going to recognize it. You know, it's like when you buy a car, right? Or you're thinking about buying a new car. And all of a sudden you start to see that same car way more than you ever have on the road. You want to know why? Because you're subconsciously thinking about that car. And now that you know it's there, you've become aware, you've put it in your brain, and now you're starting to see it everywhere else. That doesn't, it has nothing to do with the fact that there are less or more of whatever vehicle that it is that you're envisioning. It just means that you've become aware of it. It happens. It's happened to so many people, and it's the same for everything else. The more you think about something, the more you project your brain to believe in something, the more you're going to see it, the more you're going to recognize it. So let it be what it is. If you're going to have that negativity, you're going to receive negativity. But if you flip it and you can see the positive, and that means the positive in you, if you can start to just embrace any little thing, it's not going to happen overnight. Okay. I I know this. It took me a decade to be on this podcast of speaking to you about all these experiences that happened to me from that time until now. It's been 10 years. And I'm not trying to say that to discourage you or to say, here's what you have to look forward to. Not at all. What I'm saying is I'm being realistic and I want you to think realistically too. I want you to not be so hard on yourself and thinking that it's all or nothing and I got to do this tonight or never. No, it's a journey. You're transitioning. It's something that you have to practice. It's a habit. And just like losing 15 pounds, It is not going to happen overnight. You have to be patient with yourself. But the more that you practice, the more you put it in your mind to continue to do these things for yourself, the more you're going to see it, the more motivated you're going to be because you're seeing this happen to you and it'll come. It really will come. You have to understand though that there's a healing process that takes place. And I'm here to walk alongside you with that because I know... (laughs) Like I said, 10 years, hello, I'm here, I've gone through it, I know. Some days are going to be better than others, and some days you're going to feel like giving up, 
And you might have to take a few steps forward and a few steps back and get back on track. And that's okay. My point is, is to not beat yourself up and stop being so hard on yourself. Give yourself the grace and recognize that we're all human and we all have our hardships that we have to overcome, but we also have to heal from the things that we ultimately, you know, as a child, we didn't have control over what was going on. You know, how we were raised and our beliefs and our morals that were pushed on us as children wasn't on us, but it has influenced us. It has impacted us more than we realize. So if we can just stop, take a moment. Really think about the present, where you are. What is it that you want? Who are you? Ask yourself these questions. Who are you? Where are you? And what do you want? What is something that's holding you back? Where do you want to see yourself in five years, 10 years? What were your dreams a decade ago? What were your dreams as a child? Have they aligned? And if they haven't, what are the reasons why? Were they because of a relationship? Was it because of somebody else's ideas and trajectory for you and where you had to go and lead your life? What are the reasons? Think about that. And then think further back. Why? What happened to make me feel this way now? What did I hear? What do I believe? What were my morals? What was being given to me? And maybe you don't think that way. Maybe you never thought that way, but that's what was given to you. So that's what you adopted. And that's what you live. But now, as you really realize that you are your own person, and it takes time. Like we think being a teenager and into our 20s is when we're really becoming our our own selves and we're really developing into the person that we want to become. I call bullshit on that. I really think that it's not until your 30s that you really realize the person that you need to be, that you want to be. And it usually doesn't align with the person that you thought you were going to be when you were in your early 20s, in your late teens. And a lot of that has to do with the influences, influences, excuse me, around us and what we are taught to believe. So I challenge you to challenge what has been given to you. And if that doesn't align with you, start to think about what it is that you really want. Tune in to you and just have some deep thought with yourself and think about what you've already overcome. I hope this episode resonated with you in some way, because like I said, when I was on that podcast interview tonight, I was just, I felt like I was speaking from my heart and I had to continue with it because it's so true. I came into this coaching and this podcast for you, because I believe that if I can overcome all the shit that I had to overcome, that anybody can overcome the shadows, the things that are holding us back. Also to normalize that we all go through something, many things, in fact. And even though we can overcome, doesn't mean that things in the future aren't going to come and block us. We really have to work hard and we have to be focused and pay attention to what's going on, who we are. We always have to check in with ourselves. We ask our kids to check in with us, don't we? Like check in with yourself. Reevaluate. Where are you? Where are you going? What's keeping you stagnant right now? Why? Is that what you want? Think about these things. I am so happy and honored that you are here with me because I know what it feels like. 
and it's hard. Sometimes it's very hard and you don't deserve to be stuck. And it's giving me chills right now to speak of this because it brings me back to a time when I felt stuck. And I just felt like, you know, this is, this was my life. This is what my life was going to be like. I chose this. This is what happens to me, right? No, this is not the end all be all for you. I promise. So let's do the work. Let's put in the time. It's going to be worth it. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you so very much. And I will talk to you next time. I'm in the